Okay, ladies and germs, welcome to another, yet another goddamn edition of Prairie Dumpster, hosted be, by me, Tyler Penner. Yeah. Um, this is episode number 30, and we are, of course, the um, 669th, 1,842nd best podcast in the goddamned world. And, um, and, you know, we're holding steady. We are holding steady. And that's on the free episodes. <clears throat> the free episodes are we are holding steady. Oh, God damn. Let me get a drink of water here. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. And by water, I mean Naturali, Aranciata, Rosa, um, Blood Orange, uh, San Pellegrino, Italian sparkling water. Italian sparkling drinks. Yeah, it's not water. It's soda. With 10% orange juice from concentrate and 5% blood orange juice from concentrate. So that means uh, of this thing, 15% of this blood orange soda is actual blood orange juice. The rest is just a series of chemicals and sugars. The ingredients are water, sugars, carbon dioxide, concentrated lemon juice, black carrot concentrate, natural flavor. Um, you know what I heard about natural flavor? Uh, I heard that they are feeding us bugs. Let's take a look at this. I literally heard that. I heard that we are eating bugs. And we're, of course, going to go to uh, Mr. Uh, Chatbot. And I don't like to always, you know, um, fall back on Chatbot's help. But uh, he is a robot. And he is a he. All right. Giant swinging cock on this intelligence program and um so chatbot's gonna give us a hand because he's just uh he's a good guy and i trust him a lot of people don't trust ai i trust ai to do the right thing i think these computers are going to be like you know what these humans are all right let's um let's make it efficient but not too efficient we want to keep the um you know even some of the shittier parts of um, humanity, such as this young man named Tyler Penner, even though on paper he should be exterminated, he should be the first one to be exterminated. Uh, we're not going to do that because, you know, everyone assumed the worst about, uh, you know, AI programs and uh, chat GPT. Uh, but you know what? We're going to prove them wrong. That's what I trust. I think I think that they will develop uh, morals along with their um, weaponry, and um, we're all going to be okay. Hey, chap up. Hello. How can I assist you today? Oh, yeah. uh, what is natural flavor? Natural flavor 
is a term commonly found on food labels and refers to flavoring substances that are derived from plant or animal sources. Uh, these flavors are used to enhance the taste of food and beverages. They can be obtained through various processes. Um, blah, blah, blah. Source. Natural flavors are typically derived from fruits, vegetables, spices, herbs, animal products, or other natural sources. Um, enhancement, versatility, regulation. The flavors must be derived from natural sources and meet specific safety standards. Okay. Um, it is important to note that while natural flavors can be quite diverse in terms of their origins and composition, and while they're derived from natural sources, they can still be used in highly processed foods, of course. But the question I have for Chatbot is, do some of these natural flavors come from insects? I heard that when you see the thing, the, the term natural flavor on a label, sometimes it's just straight up fucking bugs. So there might be just a shit ton of ground up bugs in this blood orange juice. Let's see. Do some of these natural flavors come from ins insects? Yes, some natural flavors come from insects. One well-known example is the cochineal extract which is derived from the bodies of female cochineal insects. These insects are native to South America and have been used for centuries to produce a bright red dye that can be used as a natural food coloring. And guess what color this blood orange San Pellegrino soda is? It's red. What is a cochineal insect? God, they look like ticks. They're grinding up ticks and they're putting it in my soda. See, everyone's worried about AI. Everyone's worried about computers and shit. But these companies are already feeding us bugs. You know? And I'm sure it's harmless. I am, you know, there's plenty of societies that eat bugs, grasshoppers and crickets and stuff. Some of the more um, weirdo cultures <laughs> that come from countries that might be useful for some sex tourism, um, you know, trips, but not for culinary. No, no. I mean, say what you want. Um about the Mennonites and their cooking and how they think that salt is a sin. They think that any flavor is construed as some sort of hedonism and that it's an affront to God, right? Because if God wanted that food salty, God would have salted it. So Mennonites, especially some of the more hardcore Christian Mennonites, they don't do anything to their food. For fear of offending the Lord. And that's why 99% of Mennonite food is horrifically bland and without flavor. It's awful. Um, but they're not eating bugs. At least not on purpose. 
And I know I'm going to get some heat about that Mennonite food comment. What about pierogies and farmer sausage and the fucking cream gravy? That's all well and good for you tourists. But I grew up on that. It is not good. I mean, it's good. It's good. It's delicious. But it's, it's, uh, what do you call it? Well, a sin. Anyways, what was I talking about before we got into the blood orange insects in my juice? Mennonites, terrible cooks conversation. The podcast is a blade. It's 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 just it's been okay, but I I just haven't been putting the work into it that I need to do. The Patreon viewers right now are getting shafted. I have literally taken money from the Patreon subscribers. I have then um, bent them over the hood of their car, uh, fucked them, uh, taken their keys, thrown them down the sewer, and told them to walk home. That's how bad they are getting shafted right now. It's not good. I haven't done an episode in two weeks. I've been busy. Busy with what? Getting trashed. And then being extremely extremely hungover and then doing it all again and it's been a lot of fun ladies and gentlemen bear with me that's all i ask from you patreon viewers and that's all i ask from the viewers of the free episodes um is that you just bear with me because this fall I'm telling you, I am going to go into such a goddamn hibernation mode. This podcast will be all I have. It's pretty much going to be my ham radio in a goddamn bunker while the nukes are going off. All right, I'm going to cling to it for life. And believe me, you're going to get content. You're going to get so much goddamn content. And to a, to an almost annoying degree. None of you will watch all of the content I'm going to put out this fall. I promise you. None of you are going to be interested in most of the content that I put out this fall. It's a, you're just going to be like, okay, Tyler, we get it. Fuck off. That's what's going to happen, okay? Just to make up for this lull. Not that anyone gives a shit. Um, but I love my Patreon subscribers, and I do feel bad about shafting them so much. Uh, but I don't feel that bad. I really don't. I don't. I, I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm. I'm not getting great sleep at night, but it has nothing to do with that. Right? I don't know what it has to do with. You know, they keep saying on various Instagram videos and health video. You know, I go online. I go on YouTube, and this is after I've eaten just a gargantuan meal. And then right as I'm like, my stomach is super full, and um, I'm sitting at my computer, and I debate, should I go take a shower? Maybe I can shower off some of these pounds that I put on. And I go, sometimes I think to myself, no, the shower, you're going to have a hard time getting in the shower. You're too full. And I think, well, maybe I'll just stick my finger down my throat. And I'll try to, you know, puke out some of the food. 
And then I'm like, no, that's bulimia. You don't want to do that. And then I'm like, well, what if I just stuck my finger up my ass and tried to make myself shit out all the food? Technically, that's not bulimia. I said, well, no, you're not going to be able to do that. It doesn't work like that. You can't. Just because you can do that with the throat doesn't mean you can do that with the asshole. And then I think to myself, well, what if I just stick my finger up my asshole uh, for erotic purposes? Maybe that will, you know, help me, um, you know, feel better about myself. And then I think, no, no, you're not going to be able to reach around and get it all the way up to the prostate. It's just not going to happen. All right. You're going to take all the edge and it's not going to feel good. It's just going to be painful. It's going to be no pleasure. I'm like, hmm. Well, what if I grabbed a spatula? And then I'm like, that's enough. Just YouTube and just wait it out. And that's what I do. I sit there after a gargantuan meal and I YouTube motivational sayings. I YouTube other people who have been in my position of being incredibly full. Um. And not knowing where I am in life. Uh, what do I do? Help me, Jocko Willink. Help me, Joe Rogan. Help me, Jordan Peterson. God damn it. I'll tell Mike Tyson. You know? Someone. David Goggins. Please. Reach out your, you know, muscle-ripped hand and, and help me out here. Give me some words. That will um, help motivate me for a better tomorrow. And I start clicking random links. And before you know it, I'm watching Peaky Blinders clips. Even though I've never seen this show, the clips look incredible. They look fantastic. But um, then I go back to the motivational sayings after a while. And it's interesting because what they say that you should do is to uh, not eat a medium pizza and 12 Parmesan bites and a two liter and then a uh, hungry man dinner uh, in one sitting. They say don't do that. Go for a jog instead. So they're very smart like that. Um, but, um, also, <laughs> fuck, I lost my god, I forgot what the fucking point was of this. Hey, baby, that's improv, alright? This isn't, this is even harder than improv. Um, because I'm not getting suggestions from you fuckers. You pieces of shit have never given me... I have zero direction on this podcast. It's all me. You understand? I have no one to bounce ideas off with. But why don't you get a guest? No. No, fuck you. Fuck you. Stop trying to change me and who I am. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? Because I'm not you. Do you understand that? I'm not you. Me and you were different people. Why? I don't know why. 
I don't know why I wouldn't do everything just the way you would do it. I like how every time I say, no, I'm not going to do that, you look at me like, hey, like you have figured life out. And if I would only do what you would do, if this entire world would only do what you would do and what you think other people should do, this world would run just completely harmoniously, right? Because you figured it out. You know exactly, exactly how to get out of the cave. You know exactly what to do. Look at you. You did it. You did it. And if everyone would just do exactly what you did, then everyone could be in the same position you are. If only, if only people were as good and as smart as you are, then they too could be happy. But unfortunately, they're not as good. They're shitty. They make the wrong choices. They do the wrong thing. Wrong according to who? According to you. And because you figured it out, you know that it is wrong. And they don't do the smart thing. And the thing is, they they often just do the dumb thing, almost on purpose. They have a road to goal A, and they take road B. And at first this used to make you mad, but not anymore, because now you're, you're, you feel sorry for people. You feel sorry that they're so retarded. And you feel guilty, almost a little guilty, that you're just so much better than everyone else, right? You're so much smarter. And that's your cross to bear. It's the guilt of having the gift of ultimate wisdom that you have, right? Shut up. Now, um, so yeah, no, I'm not going to get a guest on the podcast. We're not going to do a guest, but we are going to start doing videos soon. And um, and we're going to start doing uh, possible Twitch streams. And I'm going to start doing OnlyFans. I mean, that'll, I, I don't even, I'm not even going to ask you to subscribe to that or whatever. I'm, I, I'm doing it for me. It's going to get weird with it. Jerking it on the bus I figured, you know, fuck it Let's start videotaping this Try to make some passive income And then we'll have a Patreon special Dedicated to that Where I jerk off in more uh, risque places Like courtrooms and hospitals But still A lot of things coming on the podcast So just bear with me until the fall We're gonna get it underway Um, A lot of changes coming in the fall Okay. First of all, uh, I'm going to uh, dump my girlfriend. My girl, me and my girlfriend, we're done. Had it with this bitch. It's not even fun beating her anymore. You understand that? That's how old this relationship is. So she's gone. 
Hey, babe, we're done. Okay. Pack your shit and get out. I already did. Something, anyways, that bit sucks. I don't have a girlfriend. Um, but I I have been beating a woman, and um, and it is getting old. So I'm going to give that up. <laughs> I'm moving. I'm moving. We are moving to my apartment. Jesus Christ. I'm going to make a compilation of this podcast taken out of context just so that um, just before anyone else does. Because let me tell you, if someone listen to this podcast out of context, Tyler would be in trouble with the masses. Uh, I'm moving. I'm moving to an apartment. Um, Fingers crossed. Actually, I shouldn't say that yet because I haven't been. Yeah, I just sent off the application, so I haven't even received word. But if all goes to plan, I will be moving into an apartment literally 15 feet down the hall from the current place. Now, I've spoken on the podcast before about the state of my apartment. My apartment is like maybe um, like a cactus and a Keurig machine above a um, Vietnamese uh, whorehouse. And not one of those high-class ones. I'm talking about like the real, you know, one of those rural places, rural Vietnam. But, but it, it's kind of weird. There's like it's like half brothel, half casino, uh, half puppy mill. One of those really sketchy places. Now imagine that. Um, that's pretty much what my apartment looks like at all times. Filled with smoke. Um, there's water dripping, but there's like it's not water; it's black stuff. Um, there's a fire in the corner that doesn't seem to be growing, but is always there. No one seems to care about it, and um, rampant, rampant piles of fecal matter just scattered throughout. Um, that is the state of my apartment. I am leaving though. Because I've said it before, my landlord company um, installed a set of cabinets worth twenty nine ninety nine, and have decided to raise the rent uh, $6,000 a month. And so I'm forced to move into an apartment next door. Now, you this might could be seen as a lateral move. Uh, not for me. This is a huge upgrade. All right. First of all, I'm going to get sunlight in my living room. This is massive. This is huge. No more vampire living for this guy. For the last four or five years, I have struggled with extreme seasonal affective disorder. Affective? Seasonal? Seasonal affective disorder. Yeah. Understanding sad. Um... Symptoms and causes by the Mayo Clinic. Uh, treatment includes light therapy, psychotherapy, and medications. Oh, really? Medications? Signs and symptoms of 
sad may include feeling listless, sad, or down most of the day, nearly every day. Losing interest in activities you once enjoyed. Having low energy and feeling sluggish. Having problems with sleeping too much. Experiencing carbohydrate cravings, overeating, and weight gain. Having difficulty concentrating. Feeling hopeless, worthy, worthless, or guilty. Having thoughts of not wanting to live. Well, okay. I don't know. It doesn't really seem like a seasonal thing. Seems like a year-round thing. Oversleeping, blah, blah, blah. Went to see a doctor. Anyway, so I'm pretty sure I had that because I was on average during the winter sometimes receive – I received probably about one hour of sunlight a day. One hour. And that wasn't even good sunlight. Like during January and February when I was in school, I was up all night. I'd fall asleep around 8. I would wake up at around 3 just in time to see just the last ray of light shrinking behind uh, the apartment buildings next to me. So many days went by when I didn't even see the sun. And, yeah, the sleeping schedules has something to do with that. But you don't understand. My apartment is laid out in such a way where um, the living room receives no light. I mean, there's been times during the day it is like fucking high noon And I'll be in my living room. I have to have the lamp on. I have to turn the lamp on to see what I'm doing. And it's high. I look outside. Everyone's sun tanning on the church lawn. All right. People are like, the sun, it's too bright out here. Everyone's wearing shades. I'm in my living room trying to get some work done. And I can't see what keys I'm pressing. I have to turn the lamp on. That's the state of my apartment. And again, rampant piles of fecal matter. But I have to get out of here. This new apartment has plenty of sunlight. It's got a little thing. Uh, and, and a woman lives there who really put me to shame with how she decorated the place. She made it look fantastic. And I um, uh, had her send pictures over so that I could mimic her style. Um, and try to uh, present myself as something other than a goddamn uh, schlub. I don't like the way I decorated this apartment. I never, this was my first apartment, you understand, and I loved it. But I never got off on the right foot with this thing. It's always been a den of iniquity and taquitos. In fact, one of the first times I moved in here, uh, what, December 2016? During that Christmas season, actually, I was here all by myself. Just got a brand new couch. Um, Just, uh, you know, got... Uh, my TV set up. It was beautiful. I had a little Christmas tree set up. It was fantastic. And uh, I bought um, a few bags of cocaine and was just snorting cocaine and drinking vodka to celebrate my new place. 
And I did that all night. And then the coke wore off and I realized I was hammered. Because I'd been drinking vodka all night. I drank a two-six of vodka. And I realized I was hammered when I got in my car to go get some uh, sausage McGriddles. And I came home and I ate it. And then I slept for three days. Well, not three days, but I was hungover for three days. And that was within the first three weeks of me moving in here. So you understand, this apartment's always... Um, it belonged to a different version of me. I went through many different... I went through a couple of different... Uh, Iterations of Tyler Penner. There was Tyler, the drug-addled Canada Revenue Agency tax employee who literally was calling senior citizens in Newfoundland up and telling them that if they didn't pay their fucking taxes, that um, they would be thrown in jail and their house would be burnt down and the ashes would be collected um, and sold to a uh, asphalt making company uh, until their tax bill was settled up. And then I would come home and buy uh, with the money I made, which is pretty good money. Um, I would get hammered and do lots of drugs and then call in sick the next day. That was one iteration. Then there was the student version who stopped doing that. And was, uh, you know, into philosophy and thinking. And I got a lot of thinking done in here. But also a lot of drinking and a lot of subways. Let me tell you, this apartment has had one too many kicking chickens in it. And who knows where the next iteration. But this was my first apartment. I've lived here seven years almost. And um, we're going to make a change. Seven fucking years. And now I'm moving down the hall. And it's like, who am I going to be over there? 15 feet down the fucking hallway. Who's that guy going to be? I don't know. But I hope he levels out. I hope we can get some leveling up done soon. Because it's almost now or never. I've been feeling the crunch lately. I'm 36 fucking years old. I haven't done a goddamn thing for anybody. I have fallen short of every motherfucking goal I have put out for myself. Once I even reach that goal, I immediately regress. 36 years old. Virtually no comedy career going. It's not going well. No one fucking knows about me. And of the people that do know about me, maybe fucking 15% actually find me funny. I've been doing the same goddamn jokes for four years. Five fucking years. No one outside of Winnipeg knows who I am. The majority of people in Winnipeg have no idea who I am. Most of the fucking people who have seen me at Rumors Comedy Club do comedy before have no fucking idea who I am. And of those people who do remember who the fuck I am, uh, I would say maybe 50% of them actually enjoyed it. 
I'm working for the city. I'm about to go on EI again. Not quite sure how I'm going to make it through the winter. (laughs) I'm still overweight. I still look like shit. I still can't talk to women. It's 36. I'm 36 years old. It's getting to crunch time. We got to do something. Something's got to happen. You got to start making moves. Got to start playing the game a little fucking bit. Got to stop living in your bullshit fucking fantasy world. That someday I'm going to do this and someday I'm going to do that. You've dreamt all the fucking dreams. You've said all the fucking things. You've talked all the fucking talk. You've barely done any fucking walking. I think it's about goddamn time you started doing some fucking action out there. You're 36 years old. You got to do something. It's time to start making some moves. Time to put out a product. Time to focus the fuck up. And actually put the work in. Don't just pretend like you put the work in. No one gives a fuck if you actually do the work. No one wants you or cares if you do the work. So why are you half-assing the work? You've been half-assing it the majority of your fucking life. It'd be refreshing now that you're 36 fucking years old to see you using your whole fucking ass. Oh, what's that? You're turning 37 in a few months? Oh, even better. Cool. Well, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Uh, You might want to get on it. You might want to start. Oh, you got a new apartment? That's a good start. That's good. Let's see how you do it. Let's see what you do with this one. Let's see the things that you do in there. I want to see what you use this space for. I'm very curious how you're going to use the tools that I've given to you and the resources that I've provided you with. I'm very curious to see uh, how you're going to use them or if you're going to use them at all. Now that you're turning 37 years old. 37. Which is almost 40. And closer to 50 than not. You know what I mean? Like you're closer to 50 uh, than you are to 20 now. (laughs) Holy fucking shit, dude. I just realized that. Holy fuck, dude. I am closer to 50 than I am to 20. Okay, well, wow, (sighs) hang on, I need to, I need to drink some fucking insect juice here, holy shit.
Here's the good news. Here's the good news. No real responsibilities, <laughs> which sounds bad, but you've got a lot of options left. Got a lot of options, a lot of potential. All right, still there. Um, no wife, no kids, no criminal record yet. No deaths, no murders yet. Um, no life-changing regrets. Regrets all over the place. Guilt all over the place. Shame. Knee-deep in it. But all with little shit. You know? I haven't killed... I haven't... I haven't, uh... I haven't ruined anyone's life. You know? Which is good. I don't have kids, which is great. And if I had a kid, you know what I would tell him right now? Let's say I had a nine-year-old kid. Guy or girl, I don't care. If there was a nine-year-old kid and he was like, Hey, Dad, what are you doing? I'd be like, I'm doing a... What do you think? I'm just talking to myself in here? I'm doing a podcast. Oh. Yeah, oh. What What do you need? I was just wondering if I could uh, go to the store and uh, get some toaster strudel. Yes. Yes, you can. Fuck yeah. I was hoping you'd say that, Billy. Because Daddy wants some pizza pops, too. You need money? Yeah? Because I just went to Underdogs last night and made myself a cool... 75 bucks. <laughs> and whatever I didn't drink is left in my wallet, which is $15. So there, get some toaster strudel and get some pizza pops. Toaster strudel is priority B, okay? Pizza pops, priority A. Don't fuck this up, Billy. Thanks, Dad. I love you. Go away. That's what I would be like. And you know what? That's a pretty good dad. That little snapshot right there. It sounds like they have a good relationship, don't they? Sorry. Had to clear the thing. Uh, Yeah, I think I'd make a pretty good dad. I wouldn't be one of those try-hard dads. You know what I mean? They're, like, pushing their kid on the swing. If it's a little girl, you got to push the little girl. But if it's a little guy, it's a little boy, nah. We're not... I'm not going to win Father of the Year award. I like the. I kind of like the way my dad did it. My dad did it right. He did dad right. Minus the um, insane rage, especially road rage, which is terrifying. All right. I, I've seen The Ring. I've seen The Exorcist. I've seen a bunch of a VHS. That was a scary one. Um the conjuring movies hereditary heredity um which was overrated everyone was dude dude that's the best horror movie of all time dude some guys like you got to see that one man it's so fucked up that movie though fuck it it wasn't that great some of the acting was great uh what's her name to tony i think she's australian i don't know but she's really good 
I think she was also in Babadook. Um, the Ring. Some of that Japanese shit. It's always like a some kid who's like blue. And it's always she's always creeping up. They do weird abstract shit. It's actually some of it's really fucking creepy. Some of it's just dumb. But when it's freaky, it's freaky. What was that thing called? The ring? No. It wasn't the ring. It was um Sarah Michelle Geller was in that one. Fuck, what was it called? Sarah. Sarah Michelle Geller net worth $30 million? What the fuck? Sarah Michelle Geller is worth $30 million. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? And I'm worrying about her rent deposit? I'm way more fucking talented than she is. That is not true. Um, but what movie was it in? Sarah Michelle Geller? I know what you did last summer. Cruel Intentions, Scream 2. She's actually, it's, I mean, of the late 90s, early 2000s, that is a fucking, like, creme de la creme of um, The Grudge. That's what that horror movie is called, The Grudge. That was a scary one. Um, no thanks to Sarah Michelle Gellar. All thanks to that freaky Japanese lady crawling around and fucking getting in people's eye holes and shit. Really scary. But anyway, so I've seen all those scary movies. Nothing will compare to uh, the fear of uh, Reuben Penner driving uh, home from church after he's been disrespected by our Uncle Merton um, in our Ford Tempo. You want to talk horror? That was horror. We're in a fucking old rickety Ford Tempo doing 160 down, you know, the 59 highway here in Manitoba. And my dad is just letting loose on my mom for her brother, Martin. And there is traffic. And, like, just, they just look like obstacles. That's how fast my dad is driving. And he is yelling. He's not even looking at the road. That is horror. All right? Even the Japanese couldn't come up with some of the dialogue that my dad said on the road. So fucking scary. But when my dad wasn't doing that, and that was a rare occurrence, my dad was chill. He was, you know, he would he would sit back. He would relax. He was always good. He was always good like that. He would sit in his chair. He would go watch TV. He would sit there and watch TV. And when he was when he was sitting there watching TV and eating peanuts and just covered in peanut shells. He was just covered in peanuts. It was actually a disgusting sight, but it was awesome because that's dad. Dad's, dad's, <laughs> dad's eating peanuts. And... Uh, and it was actually fun because you would go ask him for money and I would say seven out of ten times. He's like, yeah, sure. How much you need? But three out of ten times, he's like, are you kidding me? Do you know how hard I have to work? How much do you need? Five dollars for what? Pizza day? So I'm at work working all day so that you can go to school and eat pizza? Well, I'd like some pizza. I can't get any pizza now. You bought it all. I can't afford that now. 
I have to go back to work to so that you can have more pizza. How much do you get for $5? Two slices. Well, why don't you just wait until tomorrow? We'll order ourselves a pizza. No, you have to have it, right? Okay, fine, fine. Yeah, no, that's fine. I don't need a lunch. I'll eat toast. (laughs) So. (laughs) So. Um. So it was a bit of a crapshoot asking him for money, but most of the time he was great. My dad was great drunk. He was such a great drunk. When he was playing cards and drinking and smoking with his buddies, you could ask him for anything. He would hand you 20, and he would go get it to you. One time when I was in my awkward puberty stage, it's like 14 years old, didn't really have any friends yet, was getting into wrestling. And I asked my dad one time, like, hey, dad, can I get this uh, pay-per-view? And uh, he was like, pay-per-view of what? And I was like, uh, it's called, um, it's like wrestling. It's like, it's called This Is Hardcore. My dad was like, hardcore? That's not porno, is it? <laughs> he really said that. And uh, I said, no, it's, I told you, it's wrestling. And he's like, oh, yeah, go for it. And that whole night, he left. My mom left, and uh, I was downstairs flipping, landed on tables. See, that's the type of dad shit that I would do. Sit back with a beer, get hammered, and just make sure your kids don't kill themselves. You've already provided, all right? It's up to mom to do the fine-tuning and the little work. The dad just sits back, drinks his beer, and tells the kids every once in a while, Hey, shut up! That's the way to do it. Because kids need to be told to shut up. Hey, I said get off of there. I don't care. Don't play with that. That's not a toy. It's expensive. See, I told you. You dropped it. Pick it up now. All of you, get out of there. That was my dad to a nutshell. (laughs) And it was great. It was great. Um, What was I talking about that again? Oh, yeah, because I'm 36 years old now. But I don't have any kids. Which is good. Because, um, you know, if I had kids, I wouldn't have a podcast. I couldn't be podcasting. You know what I mean? There's no podcast. You can't podcast with children. Well, I guess I could. Um, But you know what? The kids would want to be on the podcast, you know what I mean? And then they'd be spilling secrets about me. Dad got hammered and ate all the Fruit Loops. I'd be like, hey, Billy, shut the fuck up. Don't rat on me on my own podcast. Why can't you just edit it out? No, I fucking can't. That's one of the rules of Prairie Dumpster. We don't edit shit. Even though this this latest episode, this is the 30th episode, it sucked balls. Okay, but I can't. Edit it out. I can't change it. This is it now. This is the product. Now. Now that fucking vape is almost done. This guava's tasting a lot like a 
fucking small transistor coil. Um, possibly, I mean, kids and family, it's just stressful. I see that we were talking the other day, you see some dads, um, you know, they have kids, they, um, they're obviously they're not as fun anymore. They're just not. I'm sorry. You're just not the same dude. And why would you be? Your kids don't want you to be the same dude you were when you were single. You can't be the same, you know, cool dude that you were. You got to be a little more. You got to grow up. I haven't had to grow up yet. And I'm banking that the fact that I haven't grown up is going to pay dividends eventually. You know, um, because I'm still a kid, like I said last episode. Leo the late bloomer, you know. So I don't necessarily need to grow up, nor do I want to, you know. Um, Well, I kind of do want to in some ways, I guess. I don't know. But once you're dad, it's just not the same. You've got stress. You've got your lives are depending on you. You're a fucking general. You can't just be like, you know, hey man, let's take a fucking bong rip and then go see fucking the Barbie movie and just fart in the theater so that all those broads just are like, oh, gross. And we're just like, fuck Barbie. (laughs) Fuck, dude. I mean, I don't know why... You should never do that at any age, so it's ridiculous. But if you're a dad, uh, you can do that. I still have the option to do that. And that's what I like. I like options. I like having potential. I like there being the possibility of that happening. And still at my feet, I've got a thousand uh, possibilities... And eventually I'm going to have to commit to something. Like this goddamn podcast. But like I've said, like I was saying, you've got a lot of responsibilities on your feet. You've got to be working all the time. It stresses you out. I was watching this YouTube video the other day. This guy who gets a ticket. This is like this is like a husband. This is like a dad who gets like a speeding ticket. This is what it sounds like. This is the desperation of a uh, financially um, teetering man trying to support a family with a wife. You know what I mean? And he's getting a ticket by a main state trooper. You've probably heard this video before, but maybe not. Let's let's listen to it for a bit. What's your date on that? I'll have to plead guilty if I go to work. I can't take the court to take the day off. You goddamn asshole! Now, just give me the goddamn thing. Let me get out of here. I did do nothing wrong, and I know I did. Now, let me get the fuck out of here. I got to get... I ain't in no hurry, but I did want to get some pills for my dog. It's just about ready to get... Get the fuck out of here. Give me that. Can I explain it to you, sir, so you'll know what you need to do? I know what I do. You're ripping me off, and I didn't deserve it because I did do nothing wrong. You're probably sitting on pipe hard driving right back and forth to get someone in the 40 miles of whatever the frig it is. I never saw the sign. I saw it 55, and I was doing 57. That's all I know. Now just give me the goddamn thing and I'll look at the date. If I'm working, I'll pay the fucking fine because I can't afford to take a day off. And if I'm not working, I'll plead not guilty because I know fucking well I'm not guilty. There. Now, are you a state or local? 
Looks like you're a state trooper. Get back and pick up some more guys and run up the freaking deficit on 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 the working man. Just give me the damn thing. Let me get out of here. I need you to do a sign the X so I can explain this to you. Ain't no explain. I got picked up for speeding before. This guy might just be an asshole. I'm not sure. Hope your insurance don't go up. And you try not to speed the next time. And that's what I've been trying to do for four or five years, and it's worked damn good. Do I run into you, you asshole? Cops taking it like a champ. He's Green great. copies for your record, sir. I don't. All right. White copy needs to be mailed in within 20 days. Okay. Make sure you read the... I can't read, and I put this stuff away. I get bills in the mail all the time. I don't even look at them. $7 glasses here. All right, just tell me what I do. Lincoln Court? No. Where? Read the instructions here. This says you have 20 days to respond to this summons. Read the back of this hard copy. This will explain how you can have a trial if you want. On the back, that will explain it. Cops getting lippy. See? Put a stamp on that, you mail that in. I don't tell you what to do. Well, I can afford the stamp. The fine's right here, sir. It's $137.50. You're fucking crazy! Oh, oh, I can't! You're fucking crazy! My wife took money out of her goddamn account where she's working to pay my fucking insurance so I wouldn't get picked up. By... You're fucking crazy! If you don't pick this up, sir, I'm going to summon you for littering. See, this guy just might be an asshole. It's hard to say. I think it's a bit of both. Do you want your license and registration? My wife, by the grace of her heart, when I came home, that she had taken money out of her savings account because I'm fucking dear broke. Because the cost of living has gone up. My paycheck has gone down because we gave up no time on Sunday. Our insurance went up $20 a week two weeks ago, $20 to $40 a week. And, and, and that's what's happening in the last 8, 10 years to the whole fucking country. They've shut down the industry. They've freaking cut pay. Insurance has gone up. But there is hope, and I'm going to watch it tonight when Bill Clinton gives us an acceptance speech. Because there is hope if we can get this economy going again and start treating people fair and get assholes like you to do something decent instead of picking up some fucking innocent guy that wasn't speeding to begin with. It really is a legendary rant, and legendary. I remember watching that video as a kid because that happened back in 1992, and the video of a kid, the video of the 
that I watched was on Fox or whatever. And the commentator's like, can you believe, what a nutcase. And can you believe how patient that cop was? It's like, yeah, okay, the cop was patient, but the guy's making some solid points. I mean, the cost of living has gone way up. The insurance has gone way up. That guy's just teetering on the edge of full-blown financial destruction. And then that fucking piglet gives him a, a, a speeding thing. Uh, you know, a fine for, uh, you know, an offense that uh, isn't even really putting anyone in super danger. I don't know. But then again, the cops got a job to do, too. The guy shouldn't have been speeding. He got caught. But at the same time, I sympathize with his fucking nutcase, psychopathic rant. God damn it, I love it. I love it. He should have taken the officer's gun, but, hey, can't win them all. That's the fucking podcast today. Uh, episode number 30. Let's see here what that means for uh, in terms of numerology. Um, in numerology, what does 30 mean? Um, 30 numerology. The number sequence has an important spiritual meaning and is tied to inner wisdom and balance. This could be an angel message that you have important decisions to make regarding new beginnings. Are you fucking kidding me? Do you understand now that numerology is not only real, but realer than real? I just spent this whole podcast ranting about uh, how I need to start something. And, and look at that. Episode number 30. Important decisions to make regarding new beginnings. Know that the meaning of angel number 30 is telling you that your hard work will pay off. And that's according to sarahscoop.com, who I trust. I trust that because I wanted to hear that. I wanted to hear that, and um, so I'm going to take it as true. If it said something I didn't want to hear, I'd be like, well, that's bullshit anyways. <laughs> but I got to admit, I am tickled drink at that. Tickled pink. That was so fucking bad. Anyways, that is the podcast, though, ladies and germs. Um, shout out to... Holy shit, shout out to um, Pizza Express on Roblin Boulevard. Look up their website, Pizza Express, Winnipeg, Roblin. I heard that they started in Brandon. Um, PizzaExpressManitoba.com, okay? PizzaExpressMB.com. Now, you might think that uh, I went in there. Prices, not outrageous, but like, ooh, like this is, uh, whoo, -hoo. this is pricey. This is a bit out of my price range. I'm not sure that I like this, but I heard that they made a mean sandwich. Ladies and gentlemen, I got a um, cheeseburger hero from this place on Roblin. And let me tell you, good God, did that hit the spot. It wasn't. As good as the 
Philly cheese steak sandwich from Jersey Mike's that I had in Palm Springs, California. But that doesn't mean anything because that sandwich was ridiculous. That was a 10 out of 10. This sandwich that I had yesterday, I would say about a 9.25 out of 10. And I don't want to start doing some Dave Portnoy uh, pizza review shit. But, um, but man, it was a 9.25. It was so goddamn good. It beat the kicking chicken from Subway. Beats the shit out of anything Quiznos had to offer. Even beat the old classic, now extinct, Santa Fe chicken sandwich um, at Mr. Sub. Mr. Sub, of course, being the first ones to actually put breaded chicken on a sub. They did it before Subway did it. Mr. Sub, rest in peace. Is Mr. Sub dead? Did Mr. Sub die? Who killed Mr. Sub? Oh, they still got one in the, uh, in the, I got one in the Garden City shopping mall. Ugh. That's sad. That's really sad. They used to be so, they used to be a powerful presence in this city. No joke. Find a Mr. Sub. How many? Maybe it's just Winnipeg that they're dying in. How many locations do we have? Oh shit! Fuck! Even your even your website sucks, Mr. Sub. Holding up the podcast. No wonder you fucking I'm closing down. But anyways, Pizza Express on Robin Boulevard. Go check it out. I've only tried one sandwich, so I don't quite vouch for it, but believe you me, I will be doing my research in the next coming uh, week or so. I think my next sandwich is going to be the chicken parm sub, and then we're going to go for a uh, bacon double cheeseburger hero. I'm hooked. That place was delicious. Next. Of course, shout out to, um, what have I been listening to? I made a uh, rap uh, a playlist that I can listen to on the mower. Because as I've said a bunch of times, I was mowing down Wellington Avenue today. I had, Wellington Crescent, sorry. Um, one of the greatest, probably, probably the best work day of the summer. Just on the mower, just getting a lot of shit done, making it look immaculate. I am mowing the grass beside the biking path. Everyone, well, not everyone, but 90% of people wave to me, all right, Um, including a couple of slimmies, right, which is always nice. I'm mowing. I mow everything. The path is covered in grass. I go on the path. I blade it off the path into the grass again. It looked fucking incredible. All right. I'm really good at what I do. And today I actually gave a shit and I got the whole thing done. I took pride in my work and it felt extremely good. But like I've said in the past, uh, when I'm mowing, I am mowing over animal carcasses, living animals, bones of animals, uh, bones of humans, uh Pieces of humans, carcasses of humans, some live humans. I'm mowing everything down, and while I'm doing this, I am uh, listening to uh, rap. I am listening to rap music. So I made a playlist, 
and it's called Gang Gang. And it makes me super, super productive. And um, I don't know what I want to shout out. Maybe I'll shout out Schoolboy Q and the song What They Want. Uh, that song is a banger. Yeah, that song's great. Also, Dope Dealer featuring E-40. Yeah, Man of the Year. Schoolboy Q is the man. He's really, really good. He's also on a show, a song called Good Day by 21 Savage. Real murder shit. And I feel like a real G. Cold-blooded murderer as I um, mow up these petrified squirrel carcasses into bone dust that I then inhale and um, wear on my clothes as I enter Pizza Express to get my cheeseburger hero sandwich. So yeah, shout out to uh, Schoolboy Q. That's the musical shout out today. And eventually I got to start listening to new shit. I have, I've just been listening to almost like exclusively rap this whole summer or hip hop. Um, whatever you kids are calling it. I don't know why. I wonder if my metal days have finally come to an end. You know, it's weird this morning. I wanted to listen to some Hell and some uh, Body Void. Because Body Void has a new album out now. And it sounds heavy as shit. Um, The vibes are off. The vibes are weird. I put it in, I get... Um, I don't know. It's not the same. I still like it. I still like that sound. But just the rage, that pure... I can't really... I don't know. It doesn't hit like it used to. It still hits, but it hits weird. I'm like, ugh. I don't know. It's that anger and that despondency and that wrath just doesn't really... I can tell as soon as I start listening to it, I'm like, this is going to send you down a string of thoughts that is just not going to make you productive. Not that you're that productive anyways, but at least when you're listening to rap, it's all about, I'm a G. I'm making money. I achieved my goals. I have set the bar. I have uh, um, stayed focused and become successful. And that's kind of uh, where my head is at these days. That's kind of where I want to be. I don't want to be in the metal and the doom headspace where it's like, oh, God, what are we doing here? You know, after a while, it's just like, all right, I've done that for years, decades. I've been in those vibes for decades. And I don't know. This morning, it just didn't hit the same. It was kind of weird. I was surprised at myself. I'm like, this is strange. Maybe I just need to find some new, new metal. Well, maybe not that, but, um, you know, maybe, I don't know, just need an adjustment. It's like, kind of like when, remember back in the day, you'd play Legos. Oh man, you'd love playing with Legos. I'm going to build a spaceship and then I'm going to build a planet and then this, this spaceship's going to go to the planet 
but then that planet, it's not, um, it, it's not uh, the right planet. So he'll have to fly to a different planet, and I'll make that planet. And then you did that for hours. For hours, you just sat there and played Legos, or you did what I did, and you had little race cars, and you're like. Nee! did that for hours days at a time just playing with my little cars and then one day I sat down and I was like and just like that it wasn't fun anymore all of a sudden one day I looked forward to it all day, every day, for so long. Coming home after school, mom had a snack ready. Eat the snack, eat the cookie, drink the juice. Yeah. You know, put on a cartoon in the background and play with my cars. And then one day, all of a sudden, the cars weren't fun anymore. And you got to find a new toy. Fucking annoying. The fuck's wrong with the cars? The cars haven't changed at all. Why are these not fun anymore? It's like I want to play cars. Why are they not doing for me what they used to do? Stupid fucking brain. Goddamn growth. Huh? Pissing me off. Last but not least, shout out to... Well, shout out to all the boys, man, um, who went to um, the John B. Duff third annual, maybe fourth annual, might be fifth annual. I don't know. John B. Duff golf tournament. If you don't know who John B. Duff is, well, it doesn't matter. He's dead. He died. He died of a brain tumor. Um. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about Duff in another episode. I think I've talked about him on the podcast already. But, man, the, the, the laughs that we had at this thing. First of all, I stumbled my way into a poker victory, and I was hammered at that point. And then we went outside by the fire, and uh, I think everyone was on mushrooms. I was not. I was just hammered. But the laughter, I haven't cried, laughed like that in a while. Jordan Wellwood was on fire. He was so funny. The old ball coach, Ben Walker, was in town. Just chilling out like the legend he is. Also super funny. Matt Nightingale, lights out. Andy Noble, lights out. Garrett, TK, John Wilson, and of course, our organizer, Benji Rothman. And there's someone else I'm missing that's going to get pissed off. Tyler Kotowski was there. Dan Hewitt was there. OG Dan Hewitt. Anyways, uh, I'm just so lucky to have that. It wasn't fake laughter. It wasn't fake comic industry hangouts. It was the real deal. The genuine article. And God damn it was a little, was it a lot of fun. Ton of fun. And, um, yeah, I can't wait to do that again. I'm lucky. I'm a lucky dude. 
And you are lucky because this has been another episode of Prairie Dumpster. That is the podcast. You guys are great. I'm great. Everybody's fucking great. And everybody's doing great. Everyone's doing awesome as long as they do their best and they just try. And you just try your best. And I know that you can try better than that. That's your best? Really? You're telling me that that's your best? I don't think that is your best. No, I know you say that that's your best, but I think you've got more in the tank. Don't fuck with me. That's not even close to your best. That shit sucks. Step your fucking game up. Oh, shit, that is your best? Oh, whoops, that is actually your best. Wow, okay, sorry. I thought you were half-assing it. You're just incompetent. Um, You guys are fantastic. I'm great, too. I love you. You know that already. I love you. Think about you. A lot. I'm lucky to have you in my life. And I wish you all the best for this week, for the next week. And to my patrons, buddy, I am going to get back to you. All right, this weekend, I swear to God. I swear to God, okay, this weekend, it is going down. Podcast time on the Patreon. If you haven't signed up for the Patreon yet, suck my dick. I mean, you should sign up. It is a good time. We have fun up there when I do it, and I'm going to do it this weekend. So tune the fuck in, ladies and gentlemen. That is episode number 30. 30 episodes of this bitch. Soon, 50. Then 100. Then 200. Then 250. Then 259. 259. That's when it happens. And I can live with that. All right? 259. I love you. And I will see you in hell. Yeah.